You're listening to Terry Wickstrom Outdoors on 104.3 The Fan, brought to you in part by Jack's Outdoor Gear. Let's go to the phones, and joining us from up in the Dillon area is Randy Ford. Good morning, Randy. Hey, Terry. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing great, and I want to talk. I want to talk about your operation and how family friendly it is, and how you've devoted so much time to getting people out and just getting them a great, fun experience. But before we do that, let's get a little bit into a couple of the lakes you spend a lot of time on, and that's Green Mountain and Dillon. Why don't we talk about Dillon? We haven't covered either of these lakes for a while. Dillon is one that you kind of brought to our attention. What was going on with the Arctic char a few years ago, and how it was changing that lake. So. What's going on with Dylan right now? Oh, well, you know, it's kind of unique conditions out here this season with uh, all the moisture and rain that we've had and cooler temps. The lake is already at full pull, um, which is a little bit earlier or, you know, a fair amount early for for your um, normal seasonal um, conditions. So the lake's already full. Uh, runoff has come in really steady uh we haven't seen any um heavy flows where you where you get in there and you see the current coming in with stained water really flushing a lot of uh debris in uh it's been real steady so uh our water is a little bit more clear than it is this than it is normally this time of year and uh but the the surface temps are still cool so we still have surface temps um in the mid 50s and low 50s so uh, it's been different, so we've had to adapt and change, but we still have some fish that we're finding and that are biting. And uh, so it's still a good, uh, you know, spring, early summer bite going on out here. Uh, right now, the most plentiful and probably funnest thing I have going for most of our customers is the little kokanee salmon that Dylan has. So it's really cool. These kokanee salmon here haven't been stocked for over 40 years, and that's really unique. Uh, to Western, um, you know, salmon fisheries. So they're not very big. And when you look at the averages, you're looking at fish that are, you know, 8 to 12 inches. But I'm able to get out on uh, numbers of these fish and get people some bites. What's real fun about it is this time of year, they're up shallower in some flat areas without a lot of snags, some muddier bottoms. And I can take just about anybody out there and get them onto to a vertical jig bite. And that's, that's just a really great thing because you get people hands-on, able to hold their rods, um, do their own thing, feel their own bites, make their own catches. A lot of times doing what I do with a lot of families and beginners. As a guide, you can kind of get stuck doing a lot of trolling. So you're setting a rod in a holder and just uh, uh, setting a customer in a seat and, and waiting for them to get a bite. Well, the vertical jigging that I'm doing out here is, is super fun because – um, it gets people involved. People learn a ton, um, gets them used to handling the rods and reels. And so it's great for beginners. And then even uh, my super avid fishermen that have fished all over the place uh, really enjoy a, a good one right after the other kind of hot bite, um, regardless of the fact that maybe these salmon aren't the biggest. It's still a great fishing opportunity. I know you and I were talking on the phone while you were out there <clears throat> earlier in the week. And I could hear the customers. You kept telling them, keep that one, put that one back. They were catching them just steady while we were talking on the phone. There are some other species out there um, that, you know, are, are of interest to people. Of course, there's the, the browns and the rainbows, and then, of course, the Arctic char. Why don't we start with the browns and rainbows and finish up with the char? 
So um, the rainbows, we've been getting a fair amount stocked every year, 30,000 of them uh, on average. Uh, we've uh, been kind of working with the Colorado Parks and Wildlife, and um, they've been able to help us out by stocking us with rainbows late in the fall and early in the winter. So it's made a tremendous opportunity for, for the fish through the ice, and they do really well um, because of the mighty shrimp forage base. In the summer, the rainbows don't do very well on the, the micey shrimp because the shrimp are so deep. But in the wintertime, uh, they come in shallow. They'll be in 20, 15 feet of water. And so the rainbows take advantage of that food source. And we've learned that if you stock these rainbows in the winter, once the shrimp come in shallow, then it's, it's a great situation for the fishing. And those actually carry through until about now. We're starting to see them peter off. The micey shrimp have moved down deeper and the bugs haven't started really hatching and moving yet so now these rainbow trout are having a hard time for forage um but we're still catching a few of those uh so dylan it, it the fish don't grow very fast but it's still a great rainbow trout fishery and that it's a put and take situation uh we get them stocked regularly we've been getting the cut bow species and those have been a little bit more robust and and growing a little bit faster and so so we, we have some decent fishing here for rainbows. As far as the browns goes, um, Dylan's got this population of wild brown trout, and they're really amazing fish. When you catch one, they have the deeper colors and the bigger hooked jaws, and uh, that's been a great opportunity out here. However, over the last few years, with the increase in popularity of fishing up here, we're seeing a lot of their spawning areas, the tributaries to Dylan, um, get get a lot of fishing pressure during the spawn. And then we've seen a lot of uh, um, increased fishing pressure out here on the lake. So um, we've actually seen a bit of a, kind of seen a rise in the in the fishing for the brown trout and then seen a little bit of a decline in the larger fish. So therefore we're looking at um, the state, the CPW is looking at a regulation change out here on on uh, some, some uh, catch and release. So minimum we'll get uh, catch and release on, brown trout over 14 inches and then we'll have spawning area closures um so um it continues to be a good fishery for brown trout and now um it's time to start uh, adapting and stuff and it's nice to see that we're seeing some some regulation changes to help that on the grounds let's switch over to the char but we'll make it quick because i want to spend some time on green mountain too okay um well the char are uh been very interesting we had the char stocked heavily from 2007 through 2014 and then from for, for now we've been looking at nine years of relying on the, that base of stocked fish as well as natural reproduction so what we've seen is we've seen a big decline in the smaller fish but they're still there so we have natural reproduction happening but it's not happening in a rate to where we have this major prolific um, population of these, you know, smaller fish. And by that, I mean catchable, you know, nine to say 14 inch fish. So we've seen a lot less of those, but the population that's been in here, um, they live a long time and they are continuing to grow. So now we're starting to see these five, six and seven pounders pop up. Uh, the state record was recently broken in January, a seven and a half pound um, Arctic char. And so now you're getting into where, okay, that's a, that's a pretty legit sized fish um, by all standards, um, you know, internationally, so to speak. 
So I think, um, you know, it, there's not that many of them, but they're here. And so um, it presents quite an opportunity for, you know, trophy fishermen, species hunters, somebody that wants to go in and do something a little bit uh, more targeted and, and, uh, and doesn't mind saying, hey, I, I'll, I'll go out all day. I just want to catch one or two of these things or three of them. Um, and so those fish are there. I had a customer. Um, on our last ice fishing trip this year, which was April 28th, I had a customer catch one. We didn't weigh it, but that thing was like 26 and a half inches long. It was huge. It was a magnificent fish. So, so that's really cool. That presents, um, an awesome opportunity out here. And, and I, and, um, I, I heard, um, just, just through kind of the, um, chatting with the, uh, the biologist, the CPW that they are looking at trying to acquire more eggs and then possibly pick up a stocking program again for the Arctic char, which, which is, that's exactly what we need. If they, if they could keep um, stocking us with those fish, this lake definitely supports them and grows them. And I think it could be a very viable um, Arctic char fishery in the, in the future, given that we can get some more of them stocked. All right, let's quickly switch to Green Mountain. We have about four minutes left. Um, Green Mountain is a great success story. It was virtually in trouble because of gill lice. They quit stocking it. The fishery was in trouble. It has rebounded tremendously, hasn't it? You know, it really has. Uh, it was a five-year time period on that, and it, it was pretty rough. We, we saw the brown trout population kind of bounce in, bounce back as, as uh, we didn't see the, the uh, rainbows and, and kokanee getting stocked. Um, the, the, the smaller lake trout maintained, you can go out there and catch a ton of smaller lake trout. And then we saw the larger lake trout, um, become pretty emaciated. You, you started seeing these fish get super skinny. Um, I think, uh, uh, a fair amount of them died off, but there was still a fair amount of them that were keyed into the other diet, sucker fish and crayfish that made it through. And so there's, there's still some very nice lakers in there. There's not a whole lot of them. Um, but they're there, and the, the ones that we've caught this spring and the ones they netted this spring just recently, last week in the um, um, gill nets, the, the CPW, um, we're finding these, these uh, 34, 35-inch fish that are up there in the 15, 20-pound range, real good body condition. So uh, they, they, they restocked in 2020, they restocked 200,000 kokanee salmon. So that's been three and a half years now. Those salmon are turning up. And they have grown really fast. The salmon they stocked are already up to about 17 inches, um, 15 to 17 inches. And so that's a very nicely sized kokanee salmon. Um, and then uh, along with the salmon population, we've seen a population of cut bows, um, that, uh, which is really interesting. I think uh, there's, there's some natural reproduction going on. They could be coming from the Blue River. They could be coming out of Cataract Creek. Um, so it's apparent, and it looks like uh, there's some natural reproduction coming on. We're having these rainbows and cutbows show up that your average size is in that 15, 16-inch range. And um, we've caught just some beautiful, fat, uh, healthy cutbow trout out there this spring, too. So um, it's, it's offering up some good fishing opportunity. The, the salmon right now at the very moment, it's not like there's a ton of them, but you can still go out there and expect to – to, to get into them right now they're really shallow so this is kind of the time of year you don't have to worry about your downriggers and all your your heavy stuff in your lead core right now they're from the surface um to 10 feet deep you know 15 feet deep so that makes it a fun fun opportunity to go out there and, and try and catch those kokanee out there too so 
Well, you know, and you always have the opportunity there to, like you said, the smaller lake trout, those, you know, maybe well, I'm thinking 12 to 18 inch lake trout, they're still prolific there. And there's nothing wrong with catching a few of those and taking them home either. That's And they'll always provide you with some alternative action. Got about a minute left, Randy. Let's tell people about your guide service. Tell people what Alpine Fishing Adventures does. Well, we operate primarily here off of Lake Dillon, and we focus on family-friendly um, kind of just trips that, that anybody can get into. So I'm getting ready to take out a trip now. It's a three-hour trip. Not start until 945. Uh, it's a very affordable price. I've got a 22-foot pontoon boat here. There's six people coming out. And um, it's set up to where uh, some people can hang out and enjoy and other people can fish. And so we've kind of set that up. That's our main deal. Um, we cater to uh, a lot of the tourists up here. And then we like to, as far as the Denver folks go, we like to make it super family-friendly. Um, and, uh, we kind of really focus on that with our expansion out to green mountain though. We're starting to get something to offer for, um, more of our avid anglers. I've got a lot of repeat customers that come up here and fish for the Browns and the char and the salmon. And uh, now I'm able to offer them something new by, um, expanding out to green mountain. So we, we just this year in March started running some trips out there and we do ice fishing trips out there. And that's nice because we use snowmobile access. So that's another um, aspect to it that we've got going. And um, we just uh, function um, specifically on Dillon and uh, Green Mountain. And we've got, like I said, we've got the three hour trips that I'm getting ready to do now. And then we also offer a four hour trip as well as um, the six hour trips um, and full day trips. And we, do most of those full day trips out at Green Mountain. My friend, we are out of time, but how do people find Alpine Fishing Adventures? Uh, you could just get right on to fishdillon.com, and then um, you can always give us a call at 303-885-6292. And fishdillon.com. Okay, it sounds great. Randy, awesome adventures. I need to come up and share them with you one day. Hey, you bet. You know that, that invitation for you is uh, always here whenever you got time to to make it up. All right, my friend. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for having me on, Terry. I really appreciate it. You bet. Randy Ford, some unique fishing opportunities between Dillon and now Green Mountain bouncing back. And Randy, I'm sure, would share all the information you'd want in addition to booking trips if you get a hold of them with fishdillon.com. We're going to take a time out and we come back. I'm going to talk about an event coming up that's near and dear to my heart on Terry Wickstrom Outdoors on 104.3 The Fan.